This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening, you guys? Welcome back to a Tuesday Tune-Up. I am J.M. Ryerson. We have a very special guest today. McKenna Wrights is a TEDx speaker who empowers men and women to reframe life's challenges into gifts and opportunities so they can pursue their purpose with clarity and confidence. After losing all her hair due to alopecia, McKenna uses her journey of having this autoimmune disease to help others overcome the loss in their life by resetting their mindset of their loss into growth and opportunities in their lives. Teaching AP psychology and coaching varsity volleyball for the past 17 years, McKenna resides in Toledo, Ohio with her husband, Greg, and two beautiful daughters, Carson and Maddox. McKenna has been featured in Woman's Day, Forbes U.S. News and World Report, Yahoo News, Good Housekeeping, and many more. Welcome to the show, McKenna. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Thank you so much for having me. Well, uh, it's truly my pleasure. And I guess what I'll start with is obviously taking uh, something that can be a challenge, something that losing your hair and especially, I guess, so a, a female's point of view, I'm not female, but I can only imagine that brings some stuff with it. And to see that as, as an opportunity to help others, I think is remarkable. So a, just, I love your mindset. I think it's great. And just, yeah, tell me about your journey and your mindset and how you're so strong and, and what you've been able to do with, with this challenge. It's been an interesting, we'll say a little over six years, but you know, I am a teacher, I'm a coach. Um, my goal is, is to always has been to empower others, you know, teaching to a curriculum is one thing, but being able to teach them life. Um, I teach juniors and seniors and, you know, being able to teach psychology is being able to teach them life and taking these young females that enter into my varsity, into my volleyball program and watching them grow into these mature young women. My goal is not, you know, I don't coach for wins and losses. I coach in order to build up these women from young girls to strong women that when they graduate, they are able to stand on their own two feet that they are strong, independent ladies who can just take on the world. And then eventually, you know, winning comes and losing comes and teaching them how to become better because of loss and how important a loss is in a life. And I had to use that own philosophy in my life. Um, and when I started to lose my hair, it was really quick. It was in three weeks. And I remember standing in front of my AP psychology students and saying, hey, I'm going to start to look different. Uh, my hair's falling out and we don't know why. And little did I know that that moment was the most vulnerable moment of my, you know, my journey because I opened up to my students that we are all going through something, right? Mm -hmm. That we are all challenged. We are all battling something. We all have a story. Mine is just visible. And so, you know, went through some very, very dark days um, you know, as a female, we identify as our hair. We haven't been consciously told that we are our hair. Our hair is our identity. But because of media and social media and just living life, we have become identified because of our physical characteristics. And what I've learned is that we are not our hair. We are how we show up in this world and how we treat others is truly how I we define ourselves. And so I have two beautiful young girls who are watching my every move. 
Um, my youngest was only four months old when I lost my hair. My oldest was three. And what if it happens to them? What if they lose their hair? Um, you know, I need them to know that their mom got through it and so can they, but it's also life. Life is going to throw us adversity and diversity. And they just need to know that we can really get through anything and that we're so much stronger than we ever give ourselves credit for. Yeah, it's again, I, I had an experience with our neighbor and she went through breast cancer. And so she, you know, with uh, chemo was was losing her hair. And so we all came together and, and shaved our heads in, in support. And it was, as she said, it was very powerful for her. But I think for so many of us males that did it, it was so much more symbolic in that we could share that with her. I don't, it's hard for me to understand, not being female, how that must feel. Yet it seems like your perspective is really unique in that, okay, this sucks that I'm lost, that I've lost it yet. It's, it's, it's not, it's not the biggest deal of, uh, it's not the biggest deal. I, I don't know how to formulate the words, yeah. but it just seems like your perspective is, is remarkable. And I, I, I love it. It's, it's I want people to share in that. And I think the biggest thing is that when life punches us in the face, like it's going to punch us over and over and over again, um, you have to give yourself a grace period. Now, my grace period was probably about a year. <laughs> now, I'm learning that if we can decrease that grace period, that it's okay to be weak. It's okay to cry. It's okay to kind of dwell on our sorrows, but the quicker you can pull yourself back up. So when I lost my hair, I did everything under the sun to get my hair back. I wanted to be in control. As human beings, we love to be in control. We want to solve the problem. And when I exhausted all possibilities, I said, I'm done. Like, I can't do this. And that's when I actually found this quote by Captain Jack Sparrow. You know, Johnny Depp's been in the news, whatever. But the problem is not the problem. The problem is the attitude about the problem. And when we stop, when we realize what we are in control over in our lives, always is our attitude that we have to stop and think, okay, am I in control over this, this problem, this challenge? And I finally realized it's out of my hands. Like I've exhausted all possibilities. And what I have control over is how I view alopecia. And I was for so long allowing alopecia to define me, not taking pictures, not going out, you know, going to bed still with my baseball hat on until I turn the lights off, running past the mirror. And what I do have control over is how I view alopecia. And to, and I started to stand a little bit taller and walk a little bit more confidently, you know, until I was able to get to this point. But it was a long journey. And so when people look at me and say, oh, I wish I was as strong as you, you are. Whatever you're battling, you're still fighting every single day. You just, you have to understand that it's been a journey for me. It's a journey for everyone. And we just can't compare our journeys. You know, as everyone says, don't compare chapter one to chapter 20, be inspired by one another and how we continue to fight every day. Yeah. I hadn't heard that quote from Jack Sparrow, but I love it. Uh, you know, and I actually coach on this idea that there's only two things we're well, three and they're all start with a, that we're in complete control of our attitude, our activity and ultimate, our authentic self. Mm -hmm. And I, I love these kids that get to be influenced by you. They're learning this lesson. Although your journey was painful for that year, or maybe it was longer, you're influencing and affecting so many other people. So when they do get punched in the mouth, because it's not a matter of if, it's when, they have these tools that you've given them to say, look, you are stronger than 
whatever has happened. Um, I want to bring some light to what is alopecia? Can you, can you maybe talk to that? Because I, you know, I've heard of it, of course, but do I really know what it is? I don't. And you said, so it's autoimmune. I didn't realize that. Is there a cure and is that something you're still pursuing or is this is just, this is my life moving forward and that's what it is. Um, so first off, alopecia is an autoimmune disease. And what it does is it just attacks your hair follicles and causes it to fall out. There are three different types. There's areata, which is just spots on the head. There's totalis, which is loss of hair on your entire head. And then there's universalis, which is loss of every single hair in your body. And that's what happened to me. So silver linings, life is so much easier now. Not have to shave. You'll never know how, you know, how old I'm. Cause I'm never having gray hair, yada, yada, you know, um, but it is an autoimmune disease, and usually people with one autoimmune disease, there's multiple. Um, but they're, ironically, a week and a half ago, the FDA just approved the very first medication for adults with alopecia. Um, and it's just kind of the beginning of the beginning for us. That means that when um, one more, you know, one comes out, then hopefully more are going to come out and come out. Um, so they're... The only problem is, is that when you stop taking the medication, your hair could fall out again. And so you have to stay, remain on the medication. Um, that's what the clinical trials have been showing. Um, I haven't read into it too much about the side effects, but people always ask me, if you could get your hair back, would you? Mm. And especially now with this FDA approval, no. And it's exactly what you said with your A's. This is authentically me, that alopecia has shown me self-love. It has shown me what true beauty is and that acceptance. And for the first time in my life, because of alopecia, I can say I am enough. Like I am worth it. Like this has blessed me with so many incredible opportunities and just a different perspective on life that I would never had before without losing my hair. So I'm perfect. Now, the funny thing is, is I, before getting my hair back, I'd rather get nose hairs back and my eyelashes shockingly, you don't know what life is like without nose hairs, but, um, you know, it's, it's a different perspective for sure. Yeah. I don't mean to laugh, but it is kind of funny. The, the couple of things you said, it's like, look, uh, less shampoo or, yep. uh, no shaving. I, 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 man, if I could choose certain areas, I absolutely give, give it to me here. Just, yep. you know, um, I love, I just do. How long did it take you to arrive, you mentioned a year where it was pretty tough, avoiding the mirrors, putting on the hats. Uh, how long was it until you really embraced this is who I am and I am enough? Was it a year? Was it a bit longer? I'm curious on that journey and what helped you get there? Was it the support of your your husband, your family? Was it reading something? What was the precipice that really said, I am enough? This is McKenna. This is who I am. Uh, I it took probably about four years. I didn't go out bald into public until June of 2019. I went to Seattle for my first National Alpecia Areata Foundation conference. And, um, you know, I always felt like a woolly mammoth that I was only one existence. And then I saw other baldies and it was incredible. And I was empowered by being surrounded by others who understood. And I finally went out bald and I realized that I'm still standing as scary as it was. And I haven't, I wore wigs for four years. Um, you wouldn't see me without a hat on or a wig. And then that August I sat down with my team and I said, 
I'm thinking about starting the school year bald. What do you think? And they're like, we've been waiting for you to do it. And what I realized is that I was my own worst enemy. You know, I was so concerned what other people thought of me and how I was viewed in public. Because when I go to the grocery store, the amount of times that people ask me, are you going through treatment? Do you have cancer? And at first it really bothered me. But then once I was able to reframe that mindset and realize instead of, you know, being, oh my gosh, they think I have cancer. This is my opportunity to educate and to bring awareness for alopecia. And more and more people are starting to know when, you know, I've been putting um, on alopecia awareness events. Um, I just had a big golf outing. You know, the goal is just to spread awareness. So when people see me walking in the grocery store, their instant reaction isn't going to be negative that we innately do as maybe she's got alopecia instead of, oh my gosh, could she be dying? And so that journey, you know, I was fighting with insurance companies for wigs and for treatments because they only look at alopecia as being cosmetic. And what they Mm. don't understand is the psychological and emotional toll that it takes on a human being, regardless if you're male or female. Um, And so it was just little by little um, and realizing what I've been given. um, Like I said, I just stood a little bit taller and a little bit more confident where I love what I see in my reflection. So it probably wasn't until last year. I remember when I was losing my hair and my husband, who ironically is bald as well, almost bald. He said to me, McKenna, it's just hair. And in that moment, I was so upset with him because he didn't understand it's so much more than hair. And like six months ago, I realized to him, it really is just hair. But I had to understand that it was just hair. I had to love myself to really understand that my husband loves me through and through. And it's because of him and my parents and my community, my colleagues, my players, my students who just have always been there. Um, And my dermatologist, you know, she's, you know, an incredible woman who refused to give up and has been there by my side, you know, and being able to be surrounded by such incredible people and a strong support system has given me the opportunity to be talking to you today. Well, and we're blessed to have you. I, a couple of things come to mind immediately, which is it didn't happen to you. It happened for you, Absolutely. right? And and you talked about wins and losses. And again, you're talking to a guy, his company says, let's go win. But what I try to always make people realize is it's not about wins or losses. It's about getting up every single day and doing your best to be in a position to win. That doesn't mean I don't lose. We all lose, right? Mm -hmm. We all fail at something. The only reason it's not, it's truly a loss is if we didn't learn. And so many amazing learning experiences sound like it's come from this, this disease, but yet Mm -hmm. you're able to spread this love, this, this, uh, you know, joy that you've found through the loss. Um, I guess I, I, I want to just give you open form for anything. I don't know enough to ask you that you're just like, I need to share this with, with, with your audience and the world. So they know whether it's about alopecia awareness, whether it's about just the, the mindset, cause that's obviously what we're talking about today, but I love the way you show up and, and to your husband's point, it's just hair, you're a beautiful human being. And I love that you're able to share. So open form, what do, what do you want to share with the audience that I didn't know enough to ask? I think, well, I think the biggest thing is what you just talked about is, we have to lose in life. Um, you know, every single day we're going to be faced with challenges, whether it's a molehill or it's a huge mountain. And what we need to realize is that 
your huge mountain, I could look at it and be like, oh, it's just a molehill. Like I remember when I was, I became so much more consciously aware of people talking about their hair. You know, I remember sitting in class and the students were working on something and I'm wearing a wig and still very self-conscious. And my female students were like talking about having a bad hair day. And I looked at them and I said, you think you're having a bad hair day? And I looked at me and I'm a very sarcastic person. And I realized like it could be worse. And so what we need to understand is that we just need to support one another unconditionally. That if I think it's a mountain right now, then just support me unconditionally. That you think it's a breeze. People say, well, I don't have it as bad as you. Don't compare. Whatever your loss was is different from my loss. And we're on this same journey called life. And we just have to support and be kind to one another. That we're all going through something. Again, my story is just visible. And so it's allowed me to become a more empathetic person that when I'm in the grocery store and seeing, this is my favorite story. A year ago, um, I'm in the grocery store. I'm in the produce section. It's COVID. You shouldn't be licking your fingers in order to open up a produce bag, yada, yada. This older gentleman is struggling to open up this produce bag. I know you should be using produce bags. I wasn't using them. They were. Okay. I went up to him and I had two choices. One, just walk away and continue on with my shopping trip or go help someone. And he was struggling. And I said, hey, sir, you know what will help you? If you go touch the lettuce. He's like, what? I said, go touch the lettuce. Your fingers will get wet and open up the produce bag. And he's like, okay. And he did. And it blew his mind. He just, it changed his life. And it's in that moment, holding the door open for someone, saying thank you, being kind. You have two choices in life. Either walk away or help someone. And I live a life where I want to help others, whether it's to, you know, continue fighting every single day, it's to teach them life, it's to educate them, it's to build them up. Um, because I I have two young females in my household that are watching my every move. And it's my responsibility, and that's a great responsibility that has empowered me beyond measures of going through what I've gone through and continue to going through that I have students, I have athletes and I have daughters that are continuously watching my move and, you know, showing them that it's okay to lose. And I talk about this after a big loss and I'll be like, we need to lose. You have to lose. But the only way this loss will be beneficial is if you learn from it, you become better because of it. Because if we don't have losses in our life, they're never going to be challenged. And so again, stand back and say, am I in control of this situation? And if you're not saying it out loud, I'm not in control of this. What I'm in control of is my attitude. Take a deep breath and move on. And that's the biggest thing is just be kind. Remember, we're all battling something. We all have a story. And when we can just support one another unconditionally, the possibilities are truly endless. Yeah, I, I, this is just such a good episode to remind. I mean, we all know to be kind, but how often do we forget that in the moment? We we do lose perspective. And to your point is you can't enjoy a win without the loss. You can't enjoy the light without dark. I mean, that's just the way it works. So these things that happen to us or for us, mm-hmm. It's so that we can embrace it. So I love that to, to get out of the comparison game because it, it something that seems minuscule to you could be ginormous for them. And it's none of our business to judge, just rather support. Uh, McKenna, I love what you're doing. I, it's 20 minutes already. I could talk to you for quite some time. 
uh, for those that whether they're struggling with alopecia or they're they they just want to reach out to you, where's the best place to find you and really reach out? Because you're a beautiful soul that I think more people will want to have in their life. What's the best place to connect with you? Uh, Thank you so much for the kind words. And thank you for creating this incredible platform uh, for people just to continue sharing and understanding how important life is. Uh, People can connect with me, uh, McKennaWrites.com. I'm on all social media, just McKennaWrites makes it pretty easy. Um, And I would love to help out anyone and everyone, um, you know, just to continue empowering them to know that they are enough and you are worth it. I mean, you can't sum up an episode any better than that. I so appreciate you taking the time, being here, sharing your story, your light with others, because again, we're all going through something like you said, and you are bringing light to this world. So I so appreciate you. Thank you so much again. And thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. I mean, guys, Watch this, share this. I, I, you know, there's so many good lessons in this very short episode. I didn't meet McKenna until just right before coming on, but this is someone that I will have in my life for the remainder of my life because I really, really was impacted by today. And I hope you were too. So share it with other people until next time. Remember your mindset matters. We will talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe rate and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at let's go win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.